1: I don't know if it, it was a couple of weeks ago we had we had this huge discussion about how does the throat know Do you <laughs> huge, guys remember that
3: huge discussion
1: huge discussion <laughs> uh, actually here we'll just play it just so if you if you missed the episode this is the clip right here
3: how does your throat know to put the food in one way in the air, in another.
0: I have no idea. Okay,
1: if you know the answer to this, letters at sickboypodcast.com. And actually, it's And actually, how funny does a throat know?
3: <laughs> I, I messed it up. How this does morning your throat know? You how does, it does it the up? throat know? <sighs> Into my lungs. Yeah. Give me a piece of food right now. That thing's going in my stomach, not my lungs. How? How does that? Like, like magnet. It's got to be yeah. does, It's got to be work, something you
0: know? to do with an air versus a solid or a liquid. It's got to just know. It's got to know. <laughs> I re- I'm racking my brain on this one, I, guys. I really, I just, I don't fucking know how it works.
1: <laughs> okay, so that was the that was the clip, and we had a bunch of uh, smarty pantses um, uh, write in to explain to us that it's the epiglottis, the lovely epiglottis, that uh, does the trick. But I believe Lauren, one of the people that wrote in, actually wrote. Um, uh, like a, a thing to say, a checkout video of, of, um, it was like barium swallowing tests or something of that degree. It sounded really hot. It did, didn't it? Well, (laughs) that was
3: what struck me. Yeah.
1: So I, I found one of those videos while I was doing that. I found this article that kind of touches on what's going on. Um, when it comes to like aspiration,
3: is this so hot that it's
0: not safe for work?
3: Oh
1: So we're Dude. about to watch some porn. Uh, <laughs> okay. I, I also wanted
0: to say the people who said it's the epiglottis, like some people just wrote us a message like, "It's the epiglottis, you idiots!" Duh. Yeah, I know. Like, I know. And like, I, I was know. like, "Do you even know?" how the epiglottis works though, because like it's nice to say the name of what it is that it but like what actually happens. Well like, that's that is that's what I want like, to know. How do you digest
3: food? <laughs> Your so? stomach you idiot
0: <laughs> it's it <laughs> is quite interesting.
1: And actually this is what I wanted to get into. So uh I found this article that was called What's Going On When Something Goes Down the Wrong Pipe. I think we've all had this. We've all had this experience. Yeah, that's, that's, of a that's, a, that's an iffy Google search. <laughs> well, I found it on Pornhub.com. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> understanding aspiration from how it happens to when you should see a doctor. This is actually a little like PSA. So, for people who who don't know this, because I actually didn't, I didn't fucking know this. I've aspirated before. I think we all have. Where it's like you know you're eat, snacking on something, dude. It's the worst. You get excited while you're snacking, <laughs> and you breathe in, yeah. And then you and then you go into like kind of a panic because you're like yeah. coughing and choking. I did it with an
3: oat cake last week. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah exactly. So, uh, so basically, what happens there is you're you're sucking something down the wrong tube, right? The wrong pipe. Yeah. Um. So when for material, food, drink, or stomach acid or fumes enter your windpipe, which is, do you know the the term for this? Trachea. Uh, That's what I was going to say. Trachea. Ding,
2: ding, ding, ding.
1: Winner. Uh, so, so that goes down your trachea. And when that happens, uh, that is known as aspiration. And normally a well-coordinated muscle interaction in your lower throat propels food into your food tube, which esophagus. is your esophagus. Yes. And it protects your airways and your vocal cords and epiglottis. So your vocal cords are also a part of this. Oh, crazy. they help keep your airways closed off from things like food, drink or saliva. And it's an automatic process. So you don't think about it. You just naturally do it. Uh, But sometimes that automatic (laughs) thing fucks up and you are aspirating. So your body, when you aspirate, immediately goes into fight or flight. And you get this like outpouring of adrenaline that boosts your heart rate and your blood pressure. And then it causes a a gag or a (laughs) cough reflex that kicks in automatically.
0: Mm -hmm. And oftentimes that fixes the problem. Do you, do you guys have a food that you that you like almost always aspirate on? Oatcakes. Because <laughs> when you said oatcakes, so for, for me, it's popcorn. And oh, uh, and like oh. and I think what it is, is I I'm the type of guy, uh, you know, Lauren's hey, Lauren's listen, <laughs> so sue me i'm the type of guy who puts a lot of uh, uh popcorn flavoring on yeah like, yes. i really like that powdery yeah, stuff white right? cheddar's where it's at white cheddar's great dill pickles salt and vinegar i'm yeah. i like I'll, sometimes i mix, mix them all up like swamp water like swamp, kind of a swamp, swamp water of powders Ugh. so swamp good powder Jesus. but but i find that if i take and sometimes i i feel like i've done this maybe it seems weird but i feel like i've done this where i've taken the bag of popcorn and like, you know, when you dump that powder in, it's almost like sort of like just sort of sits in the air on top of the bag. Ooh, you yes. can like almost like take it and breathe it in. Yeah. yeah.
1: And then it just goes. <gasps> that will cause an aspiration. Oh, yeah. That yeah. makes me aspirate like crazy. Yeah, sure. Maybe and then when I'm chucking too. the popcorn in my mouth yeah. and just,
0: oh, it just uh, immediately I'm like. Ugh. I yeah. did
2: that with spicy Cheez-Its last night. I was really stoned and they were like just the bits of spicy Cheez-Its, but it's yeah. all I wanted. And I just took the bottom of the bag and went like, uh, and then it was like the cinnamon challenge with like fake cheese. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was laughing because earlier what I most commonly aspirate is my own spit. Like, I don't yeah. know what that says about yeah. me as a person. But I think I'm that. with you on that one. I,
1: I can't think of a food that I yeah. aspirate on more than others. But so That's why I'm always slurping my mouth up, Taylor. When
3: um, oh, my God. <laughs> did you make the most nasty sound. Have you noticed that about Brian? Have you noticed that I, he, when oh, he's sitting around all the time? He like he gets. He, yeah, dude, he gets a. He gets an accumulation of saliva in his mouth. He got a it wet is. mouth, and he oh, is, his God. mouth is so wet. Ugh. And we're si- I'm sitting beside him, and we're 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 looking at we're we're yeah. thinking about like uh, design stuff for for shirts we're putting together. And Bride just goes. <laughs>
0: Dude, know, Cardi, it, you Cardi B's got a, a whop, I got a wham, a and wet d- ass mouth. You do have a wet
3: ass mouth. And he doesn't even oh and he doesn't even notice. And I turn to him and I go, You know you just did that
0: slurp thing with your mouth. And, and, and you know it's funny when you do it, when you call him out on it, he goes, What are you talking about? no. Yeah, I, I, go, I literally time. never do that. I literally fucking never do that. Brian's and, uh, like, What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, dude. And you, you remind know, know, me of an alien character guys, on Rick and Morty. I, yeah. I honestly, <laughs> I'm looking, I'm looking it, Please write us letters at sickboypodcast.com if you also go to the dentist and and they're constantly using that fucking vacuum in your mouth. I think that's kind of common. Like I, I'm all, but like I, I think that you think it's common. In I the think, sense I think like, it's common for
1: most people at the dentist. But I think what you need is that thing <laughs> all day in <being laughs> your fucking yeah, Brian fish a, hook in your face. Brian yeah. needs a little. Brian needs <laughs> I a little a pack yeah. a, 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 I
3: attached a to pack a fanny pack with a little motor in it that, yeah. Can, yeah. Suck Imagine up, that, just that can suck up. Like a little straw up. just went
0: right in my mouth and was oh. sucking out saliva all day. So
1: medical doctor Bodan Co., uh, at the Cleveland Clinic for Pulmonary Function Lab, uh, is the uh, the clinic's pulmonary function lab director um, uh, said, "quote This is often brief as uh, if we promptly expel the aspirated material. However, at the other extreme, it may follow eventually with fever and reduced oxygen levels, requiring medical attention for possible pneumonia." Whoa, which I didn't know. So, how should you respond if your cough alone doesn't do the trick? First of all, don't panic. Okay, I think that's a good mm. that's a good sign, a good thing to do.
0: That's what I immediately would have jumped to,
1: and then <laughs> and then, what do you think the second step is? So don't panic, and then what's the second step? Uh, drink some water. Nope. Uh, stop what you're doing and lie on your belly with a cushion under your hips. This tilts your windpipe slightly
0: downward, which can help expel the foreign material. I really want to see a scene where somebody's in like an office yeah. and like they're choking their lunch. So Where's <laughs> a pillow? Oh my God. Someone give me a pillow for pillow my here. hips. I need to, I need, I need
3: to very gradually incline, <laughs> put a decline on <laughs> my, on my windpipe. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, not
4: fucking <laughs> panicking,
1: but I need a pillow. <laughs> 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 so, uh, when should you see a doctor? So, if you're still coughing two to four hours after aspiration, Or if blood appears, call a doctor. Yeah. Uh, Watch for fever chills and or cough that produces discolored mucus or sharp stabbing chest pain. Quote, over 24 hours swallowing aspiration, respiratory infection such as bronchitis or pneumonia may complete the process. Dr. Pachuriko says, quote, when healthy, your bronchial tubes are sterile, delicate structures that don't tolerate the intrusion of abnormal material. So check out this video. This is a video. Of people in x-ray swallowing barium and you it's hard to, to describe it it go to our YouTube if you're listening at home you wow. got to see this because it's pretty interesting Wow! But you can see the epiglottis wow. that little thing that's like a little bit dark that kind of folds over as soon as they swallow mm-hmm. that's the epiglottis it goes bop and it like pushes it to the back and you can see the esophagus is this very small tube in the back where the barium goes down. Now, wow, first, my first thought is, whatever they're drinking must taste awful because barium. <laughs> dude, I've had a barium enema.
3: Didn't taste good.
1: It didn't <laughs> taste good up my ass. I'll tell you that right. Maybe now. they flavor it for you. Maybe, but fuck, you, dude, barium. You, I don't know. You can, you can tell how things what is barium taste, though. Like, what is barium? It? Is it is? I mean, is, I know
3: like what it. I know. I it's like, know fuck I mean, it up
1: glottis, you dumb shit. <laughs> a barium <laughs> is like a liquid that is that is visible in X-ray
3: yeah but i mean it's like milky right it's it's a, a well at least it it, yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah the
1: bags that i had shoved up my yeah. a-hole were
0: milk bags yeah, of milk. but, but know, like you, what
3: is it like what's it made of i'm pretty like, sure it's, like,
0: an, element. it's metal. Barium barium an element is
2: an element yeah it's an element
0: yeah out, table of elements number uh
1: b b a b a number thir- 39 uh, that's what i was gonna say yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> Yeah, what's its mass? <laughs> is that actually true? Look
1: it up. Almost mm. certainly, yeah, somebody not. look it up. Okay, look it up. <laughs> you
0: got like a one in a
1: hundred. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. face right. here when yeah. she's shocked that I was
0: right. If it he... is the
2: symbol Ba. The atomic number, however, is fifty six. Ah, okay. yeah.
0: motherfucker! Yeah, somewhere around well, there, right. Right. probably in one of those columns mm-hmm. over there, though, around thirty nine. Uh. Uh, <laughs> 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 you know, you know how you can like, um, you know how things taste if you've never tasted them by their. S- you can smell them, so like when you smell something and you're like, hmm. "Oh, I know exactly how that like would a, taste."
3: Like I a penny even... that you find on the ground,
0: right? Yeah, but you've tasted a penny before too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of cheating. Well, like I guess like <laughs> like dog shit. When I find it. <laughs> like when I pick up my dog shit, immediately I'm like, I know how that would taste. I don't would... think you do. <laughs> I'm i not think not going would... try. Doesn't it shock <laughs> you? <laughs> Doesn't it shock
3: you that dogs like
0: to eat shit? Yeah, it's... it's uh, Even though you know
3: that they can smell it? The, 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 the word like, that wh- jumps why? to mind
0: is re- remarkable. It's remarkable. It's, <laughs> it's
3: certainly remarkable, it's that, remarkable. That, they would, oh, that they would do
0: that.
1: Um, so, so here's some prevention tips. Uh, and, and we're going to put this whole thing to rest here. This will never come up on the fucking podcast again. But we're going to end this saga, the epiglottis saga, with what? some prevention tips. Once so number one, don't talk with your fucking mouthful, Brian. Uh, talking <laughs> keeps your airways really open that. while you swallow. <laughs> when they should be closed. Number two, take your time when you eat, Brian, uh, divide your, actually, this is for Taylor. Yeah. Divide your food into small portions and chew each bite thoroughly. And also I think the, so back to the, don't talk with them. This is actually is all for Taylor. It really really is. I'm also surprised that you (laughs) haven't aspirated to death yet.
3: (laughs) This doesn't have to be a fucking intervention for my eating eating habits. It is now (laughs) because you're
1: licking pennies all the time. And on top of that, you're fucking, you eat your food. I like and the, you taste the metal. And when you eat, you do this. You go. You breathe.
4: does exactly that.
1: Which I like. That has to keep your fucking epiglottis way the fuck up. If open. we weren't or having sorry, this conversation. Or, you
0: know, open. Yeah. Open. If we, if we weren't having this conversation right now and you just started walking around going. Oh. <laughs> i would be like taylor taylor eating yeah, yeah. that would be like the best charades uh, performance ever. number three is avoid <laughs> avoid heavy
1: fried and seasoned foods at least three hours before bedtime yeah. this helps keep your stomach from producing digestive juices that are more likely to prompt acid reflux and backwash into your esophagus throat and lungs when you lie down popcorn seasoning and then number four take care of your teeth and gums this is an interesting one but with good oral hygiene Taylor <laughs> you can clear even the the occasional aspiration quickly with no complication complicating infection from bacteria from your mouth or lasting damage to your bronchial tubes and lungs so if you I have, have beautiful
3: human, teeth and beautiful gums Pink. It's a pinkish... Tremendous. The best, the fucking best treme- gums. It's fucking the best, tremendous. Best fucking, you know what? I look at these gums and I say, these are the best gums. I
0: walked into the room and I said, look at these gums. <laughs> but <laughs> these isn't, the
1: best gums. isn't that super interesting? Like if you've got a shitty mouth and like shitty teeth, if you aspirate because of the bacteria and the shit going on in oh. your nasty ass, like uh, halitosis filled fucking oh. mouth, you are you are likely sending bacteria ridden shit into your windpipe, which yeah. is in, inevitably going to cause that mm. pneumonia and/or yeah. bronchitis. Got to Nobody's got time for that. teeth
3: if you must. You remember that song? Yeah, Tony Hawk Pro Skater Three. So okay. anyway,
1: folks. Uh, oh, and you know what? I also have here. Here's a little diagram. Uh, the epiglottis, you can see there that little like sort of flap. But look at look at the, the thing I thought was interesting here. You know when you take massive swallows, look at the difference in the size between your trachea and your, your esophagus.
3: Hold on, the big one is yeah, the trachea. The Big oh, okay, one yeah. is the trachea. Yeah, but it probably expands. You know, like it probably. Oh
1: sure, like like you,
3: yeah, like your butthole. But it, yeah, like your yeah, exactly like your butthole. Very the, stretchy. Like
0: mm-hmm. the the, mm-hmm. the like mass of air going, even though the air is invi- invisible, like it's still like the mass of like the the oxygen it, that you're breathing in would need to take up a lot of space. I just like I, imagine I trying I suppose, to breathe through. It really, straw. Uh, it I really. Think the trachea is a lot harder too. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna
1: get. You make that <laughs> fucking. Louise is gonna email now. I love like, that. Actually, the I drink is really soft and <laughs> delicate. <laughs> I
3: love the handshake that you made there. It really makes you think about um, when you see people. You know how some people just have this incredible capacity to ch- like chug. Well, usually beer, but I mean, I'm sure somebody who can chug beer can chug anything. Mm-hmm. And you, and it literally just looks like they've opened up a cavern in mm-hmm. their,
0: in their throat. There's also a trick to down. like
2: your breathing. You have to adjust the way you breathe. You're supposed to aspirate it to just like chug. It's actually a
0: a yogic thing, Um, right? Because they one of the practices. It wasn't beer. It was um, shotgunning is a yogic practice. Like, have you seen that guy on Mm -hmm. Drunk
3: People Doing Things? Who's uh, who? Like, he he he's like he's become this internet, you know, meme sensation because just he just he just just can fucking chug beer like from the mugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's and he's he's doing like a pint in one. Gulp. You guys want to see how fast I can drink this beer? No, I don't. Dude, yes. I don't want you to. Dude, that that mic's expensive and it gets wet. If it gets ah. wet with beer, okay, good. Thank you.
1: You can't go any faster than that.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> mm. Ew, that's mm. nasty. I've um, been listening. I feel bad. <laughs> so, uh, uh, moving right along. Uh, this week, uh, it's not going to be published for a little bit, but this week we had a lovely conversation with a woman from South, uh, South Africa. Um all about uh her experience with endometriosis, and um one of the interesting things that she was talking about was, were some like new treatments that are kind of on the horizon um and found uh, came across this uh interesting article that I believe lo you you <clears throat> put uh in the in our slack um about an inflammation gene which may be possible drug target for endometriosis. Mm. So, uh, endometriosis, obviously an issue for a lot of, uh, a lot of very common people with vaginas. Um, uh, the, this advance in research offers a potential non-hormonal way to treat the mysterious and very complex disease. And, and complex is, uh, definitely one way of putting it because Mm. in our conversation with Yane. um, uh, it, 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 you definitely hear like in her description of her experience, how complex it is. Mm-hmm. Um, researchers have discovered a potential new way to fight endometriosis, a prevalent, mysterious and hard to treat disease that causes pain in, in and infertility in women. The approach, which came to light after more than two decades of intensive genetic research blocks a particular gene, reducing discomfort and inflammation, at least in mice. So I think this, this thing is very much... Male mice. Yeah, yeah. Male mice. Male mice only. We know this. We if know he- this. <laughs> <laughs> um, you
0: know what's funny, though? So
3: far, we've only tested on males, but we are pretty <laughs> fucking sure it's going to translate. Yeah. Uh, males are like the control group. <laughs> <laughs> you, know uh, you know what's interesting?
0: Do you, like, I know you're joking, but do you think? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah
3: probably
1: for sure. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah pro- I mean, yeah. based on everything we heard so yeah. far with, when it comes to why... And again, for folks that think that we're being um, uh, rude, this is this is the reality of, yeah. of mice being used in studies. Is that typically they are male, and which is why, which is probably the reason why, still to today, 2021, something like endometriosis is still considered so "quote unquote"
3: mysterious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is. It does blow my mind in the in the context of that conversation that something so common can take so long. To diagnose and get yeah. to the bottom of, yeah, because I mean, you just think like the more common something is, the mm-hmm. the more the the more quickly a a physician is going to to look at that as a as the possibility and go down that road, right? Mm. You you'd think you'd yeah. go most common to least common, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean. Well, but what the fuck do I know? Yeah. yeah, I'm not a physician.
0: Well, the other thing that we've been advocating for is that we want equal testing on both uh, male mice and female mice. That's right. You heard it here. Mice. We are advocating yeah. for that here yeah. on Sick Boy Podcast. Yeah. It's a men's we right. do We're rights. Men's we're, we're making a stand. <laughs> men's <laughs> rights for mice. That's what we want.
1: Uh, quote, it's a really magnificent <laughs> piece. Brian's, Brian's a...
3: <laughs> hard men's rights activists for mice,
1: <laughs> specifically uh, quote. It's a really magnificent piece of sleuthing says Linda Griffith, a biological engineer who studies endometriosis at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. However, she cautions that because the condition is complex, the theoretical treatment will provide, will probably relieve symptoms in only a subset of patients. She was said, she said, quote, it pulls together so many pieces of the puzzle But it's not the final piece. Uh, So for folks that don't know, endometriosis affects uh, an estimated, according to this article, one in 10 women in the disease tissue that lines the inside of the uterus and is shed. Each menstrual cycle also grows outside the uterus. The condition causes severe pain, especially during periods when the rogue lining attempts to shed, creating scar tissue that can essentially glue internal organs together. Only invasive surgery can remove this scarring. Wow. Uh,
3: What is that? 10%? Ten percent,
1: one in every ten that's, women. So that's yeah.
3: three hundred and fifty million people, something like that,
2: in Canada, in, in the world. No, in, what?
3: No. in, in the world. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh,
0: no, more than that.
3: Seven billion. So three and a half billion, half the population. Yeah, ten percent right. okay. of three point five.
0: Yeah, yeah. You're right. Oh
3: Very wow, right.
1: fifty million. Good math. Uh, hormonal treatments such as estrogen suppressors
3: can alter or
1: dis- uh, dis- disrupt the menstrual cycle, but finding the right one can involve months of trial and error. And this is something that we covered in our conversation with Yanae. Hormones can also cause a range of side effects, obviously, including weight gain, mood changes, and headaches. For some people, those treatments don't help at all. The new study is a, quote, labor of love. Building on research stretching back to the 1990s, says team leader Karina Zondervan, an endometriosis researcher at the University of Oxford. At the time, scientists knew genetics explained some of the risks of getting endometriosis, but they didn't know which genes were responsible. Then, studies tracking families with multiple cases of endometriosis helped researchers zero in on a particular region of chromosome 7. However, there are hundreds of genes in that region, Zondervan says. Narrowing the stretch of the chromosome down to a single gene took years of detective work. First, her team sequenced the DNA of women in 32 families, which three or more women have been diagnosed with endo, focusing on that specific chromosome region the group found that many of the women with the more severe cases have variants of a gene called NPSR1. This gene has not previously been linked to endometriosis, but it has been tied to other inflammatory diseases such as
0: asthma and rheumatoid arthritis. Man, guys, I wonder how similar mapping the human genome is, um, like how similar it is to mapping the universe. Because when they talk about like... We're yeah, t- we we totally. were targeting uh, a set of genes from this uh, chromosome or this region. It's like, you know, we know that we know that the planet is somewhere in this galaxy, and the names are basically the same. Like sr seventy two-nx forty three M is this the the galaxy name. Yeah. And like, like have you actually and- seen it? And they're like, no, but we know it's there. <laughs> we, know, we know it's <laughs> out there. We've been sending radio waves out. We're waiting for a response. Mm-hmm. Do you think um, it's similar? Uh, probably, yeah. Like, I when, mean, you, like it, when you like when you hear it, 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 yeah, I like, think
1: so. Like
3: when you when you see an article that's like, Yeah, scientists say they may have found uh, a planet that's identical to Earth, a you know, hundred million light years away, and you're like, well, how do they know that? And they're like, I don't know, we just saw a thing of light, and and there was like <laughs> some there some
0: telescopes that pick up waves at least of it light was that we there. can't see, and we're pretty <laughs> sure that there's water. <laughs> it was it was, at least it was there a hundred and seventy five. Million, years, million years ago. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so um, fingers crossed. You're saying there's a chance.
3: So
1: this uh, Zondervan and her colleagues, um, after they, after they figure out this NPSR1 gene could be linked to endo, that is also found in respiratory, or also found in asthma and, and rheumatoid arthritis. Mm. After that, her and her colleagues then turned to Rhesus macaques. What do you think those are?
3: Dude, dude, you heard uh, me. Dude, you was, heard me. Look up the pronunciation of this sitting, earlier. Today. I was sitting here in the office, and I heard. Br- I heard a, a a voice, like a like a robotic a robotic female voice, go "Reese's Macaws." And, and I just turned to Jeremy and I went, "What are you doing?" And then, hold on, here. Wait, this is what you heard.
1: Reese's Macaws. Reese's Macaws. And I and I and I, and I was so
3: like, and I and I went, "Why is Jer getting?" the correct robot pronunciation of of one of the names from that from that town junior hall front high branch
1: recess mcox reachin to touch mcox <laughs> yeah. uh, can i see touch mcox <laughs> what do you think of what do you think recess mcox is uh, okay, something wait. to do
3: with the throat
0: all right. What do you think? Uh weird. Uh, Go. Something to do with endometriosis. Uh so okay, let me re let me. <laughs> something to do Hold with on. On. cock. Let, 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 let me say let me let
4: me <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs>
1: let me say the sentence. Let me say the sentence again so you have a little more context. So after they found that gene, they were like, Okay, interesting. This gene is is an inflammatory gene that is again. connected to rheumatoid arthritis. Yeah. They, they then turned to rhesus macaques. What do you think they, they are? It's a, it's a, it is something that they were like, let's look at rhesus macaques and see if there's a correlation there. <laughs> Fuck! I don't, I, so, so sorry. What did what did you say again?
3: I thought it had something to do with the throat. The throat. Okay, <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're gonna stick with that. answer, <laughs> <for> great, Brian. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna give you another out. chance here. I thought it was
0: a, a research a research firm that was okay. uh, a uh, research firm. Uh, Jenny Rhesus and Daryl McCoggins, <laughs> who uh, basically came together in 1974 to Lawrence uh, die start this group. All, right. Uh, All right, research, Lauren. Yeah. What do you think? Re-
1: what do you think a rhesus macaque is?
2: I know what a rhesus macaque ah, is, which yeah. is why I'm laughing. My you <laughs> know
1: what it is. This is yes. what sort uh, of
3: sorcery is this?
1: Uh, a rhesus macaque is uh, not that. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was like, well, you have to go on YouTube.
1: Oh you damn it! it I had a I had a fucking file prepped here, but it's not there. A rhesus, maca- rhesus macaque is a monkey. <clears throat> It's a type oh, of monkey. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And they're very cute.
0: A
2: research firm. <laughs> a research firm. R- R- rhesus <laughs> and <Yeah>. macaque. <laughs>
1: so, that so, was a
0: good guess. So
1: <laughs> Zondervan and her colleagues turned to rhesus macaques, which is a type of monkey. Research and associate. esteemed uh,
0: research firm. Uh, <laughs> and these
1: monkeys also develop endometriosis. Okay. So when the researchers sequenced the DNA of a group of 850 of these animals, in which 135 had the disease, they saw the same variants in the gene. A similar search in more than 3,000 uh, 3, endometriosis patients, a human, and roughly 7,000 people who do not have the disease further confirm the results the researchers report in Science
0: Translational Medicine today. Okay, wait, wait, wait. A, a singular one of these monkeys is called a rhesus a macaque. Rhes- the, rhesus macaque is, is a type of monkey. What's, how do you say
1: it? Plural. Like if there's a bunch of uh, rhesus, there's, macaques. A, there's a bunch of, re- there's a bunch of monkeys over there. <laughs> <I> would say. <laughs> you would say. Look at all those fucking monkeys. <laughs> I mean, that's what you and I would say. A <laughs> scientist would probably go, oh yes, yeah, a group of rhesus macaws. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, the next step after that was to try and prevent the gene from turning on. So in mice, the researchers blocked the protein that N- NPSR1 encodes by injecting a solution containing a molecule called SHA68R. Dude, what the is that? It could also be names? a star. It, it could, could be a star. Be. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. which is known to inhibit the gene's expression. Now, mice don't menstruate, but especially yeah, men male mice. <laughs> These mice not yeah, right. That I would be the, the cutest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hold on. I read that wrong. I said male mice do not menstruate. Um, <laughs> oh. but, re- but researchers could simulate the pain of inflammation um, of endometriosis by injecting little pieces of bacteria or uterine lining into their abdomens. Those poor little fucking mice, dude. We yeah. really gotta have a conversation. Wait, so with they're who does so this. they yeah, are Hannah.
3: they are doing the tests on yeah. male mice. No, no, I was joking no. about the male. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, I was no, like, no. but they, wow. help, but
1: they're also saying mice don't menstruate. Yeah, period. But. <laughs> Ma- male mice definitely don't mention
2: it. <laughs> I would love, I just would love to see like a little mouse tampon. I think that would be really <laughs> cute. Oh. Trying to put it in
1: with a
0: little fingers. You like know what's it? funny though? Yeah. A little mouse kind of looks like a tampon. A-,
1: a mouse would actually be a great tampon. Yeah, A mouse could use yeah,
2: yeah. its own tail as a tampon. Well, no, would it just the, the, would just get clogged up. Never mind. That's dumb. You
1: right. could add a cotton ball to the tail of the mouse. Yeah. And then it's at that point it has a its exactly own, yeah, that
3: could be kind of like a sustainability <laughs> thing, like a repurposed. Yeah, you How, took little mice tails and you know, really is, that, you know what's really funny is that you uh, know what's really funny
1: is that I'm looking to have um, I'm looking to have Linda Griffith on the show, and I'm going to send her this episode to get her to come on the show, yeah, and well, it's going to be yeah. a no. Like, sh- like here, um, check this out.
3: If you need any further convincing. <laughs> which you won't
2: <laughs> Sender her, send her the episode timestamped where you're puzzling over what a macaque is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: exactly.
0: What's a macaque. I thought a macaque. Now that you say that, and I think of it as an animal, I I'm pretty sure it's a bird. I think it's a, well, isn't it? You you're but hearing but a, you know what? What? a macaw. You're, it you're thinking, a, of, a macaw. <laughs> yeah. you're thinking so, of a parrot. Anyway, to wrap this up, <laughs> <laughs> to wrap, to wrap this up,
1: the rodents yeah. that received that SHA six, eight experienced less inflammation and abdominal pain. Um, mice experiencing abdominal pain shift their weight towards their front paws to compensate, and researchers can measure that weight shift.
3: Oh, oh no! It's very cute. Yeah. I don't so like that. It's anyway, a, it's, it's, it's it's horrifically cute.
1: It, it's cute and sad as fuck. Yeah. So Sad-ass.
3: here's to. Uh, I mean, it's really it's always so so fun to hear about possible crazy medical advances. Yeah. Especially when it is something that affects. I mean, 350 million people. people, It's a lot of people. That's the, that's as if, that's if everybody in the U.S. had endometriosis. I mean, that's a, think about that. Yeah. Think about if you're walking around New York and you're going, everybody's got it. (laughs) Everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one in
1: 10, like, I mean, how many, how many women or, or people with, with vaginas like, do you think that you, you know, right now? Half of all,
0: half of everybody I know. Yeah. Uh, wait. Statistically. Oh I thought <laughs> I thought you were saying half of them. Half of them have endometriosis. And 10%. I was like, no, that's not the stat that we, we were just talking about. Ten percent. Ten percent, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a yeah. lot. you got your podcasts.
1: Yeah. Um, that made me sad and happy, uh, hopeful and sad for the mice. So uh, let's turn this right around with a, a story that is it's pretty adorable and pretty sweet. At first, I was reading it and I was like, oh, this makes me sad. But then I was like, oh, wait, no, this doesn't make me sad. This makes me glad. Uh, this is from Vice. Uh, the, the title is A Literal Hole in the Wall Cafe Opened in Japan. For those who struggle with face-to-face contact, uh, in this cafe, workers with mental like health a, issues, like, like like a like
3: a glory hole coffee shop. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: you you know to what? Head I to didn't head read the, contact, the full article. The Let me just see here. Maybe. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but
0: but fa- face-to-face contact. <laughs> when, I, when, when I hear face-to-face contact, I I don't think of like face-to-face communication. I think of like face-to-face like contacting face-to-face like <laughs> yeah this is a cafe
1: where you are not forced to make out with your barista <laughs> yeah, people <who> and feel <laughs> uncomfortable just smashing their faces yeah. together can come here yes. and enjoy <laughs> yeah. their coffee so in this cafe workers with mental health issues also use fuzzy bear paws as a barrier from any physical interaction when serving so it the uh through a hole in the in a wall no bigger than an airplane window customers are handed their drinks and decorative parfaits replacing the usual hum of scurrying servers in a single fuzzy bear paw, like Winnie the Pooh's, but hairier.
2: So this is like a glory hole cafe for furries. <laughs> it
1: is, yeah, yeah, fuck it fucking is, yeah, right. Just like
3: Japan, just to, to make something really uh, strangely highly sexualized. <laughs> uh, unlike traditional
1: cafes, the absence of seating and a gray cave-like outer perimeter are the atmospheric traits. But Osaka's Kuma no Te, or Bear Paw Cafe, is not to be mistaken as unwelcoming. The cafe, which opens to the, which opens to the general public on Saturday, uh, was con- conceived with the goal of providing employment to those with mental health issues, many of whom struggle to work in settings that require face-to-face contact. The bear paw, which serves as both a physical barrier and a tactile sense of comfort for customers receiving their drinks, is meant to emulate security.
0: Oh, that's awesome. The
1: founder, Yuichiro Hirimura, who also runs a school that provides counseling and classes on mental health, noted how isolated many of his students felt during the pandemic. Many were also finding it difficult to secure jobs and that didn't demand close contact or provide sufficient support for their mental health concerns. So uh, the image that I accidentally brought up earlier, here's an image <laughs> of the bear paw handing over a, what looks like an oat milk latte
3: and... Some beautiful so roses. Can I? I'm I'm a little confused. So this is so, this is a right. Uh, you know, it's a coffee shop, like we would know. Is is it just like an outside? Like you're outside and you come up to a window yeah. and you order and and you don't see a human at all. Just you a, just see you a, order a bear and paw. Then a bear paw comes yeah. out it's like and you, and hands you your drink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's exactly it. Yeah, this is like I'm just gonna take a a minute i'm just going to take a, this opportunity to give a shout out to a really great coffee shop that i like in the city that is a is a window um espresso 46 which is on Isleville. Mm-hmm. is like this is like the sweetest little coffee shop yeah i halifax. love it
1: too much face to face contact though
3: it's it yeah it's not it's not zero face to face but in ter- relative to coffee shops in halifax it's as, it's about as little face to face as you're gonna get. It is, um, and it's just a really nice little coffee shop window. And uh, I feel like the pandemic has really been a boost for them yeah. um, over the over the years, or over the couple of years. But Espresso Forty Six, if you're in Halifax, really check it out yeah. on Aisleville. Um, it just reminded me of this. So, so people are coming. They they make their order. The paw comes out and oh. serves their drink. They never see the person that made it for them. Yep. and they don't, and they're not in a sh- coffee shop, so they don't have to. It's not like you're going into The hustle a and bustle
1: of a cafe, yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So, uh, quote, In Japan, the physically disabled and those with severe mental health issues receive proper care at hospitals, but the people deemed not needy enough, those experiencing depression, anxiety, harassment at work, have very few support systems to fall back on. With this cafe, it's our goal to make work environments more nurturing, he told Vice World News. During the pandemic, the need for mental health support intensified in Japan. Despite nearly a decade of decreasing suicides, the country saw a huge spike in the number of female suicides, an wow. increase of 15%. The government even appointed a loneliness minister to combat the issue by increasing funding for supporting services, which we covered on mm. a previous Feel Good Friday episode. Uh, according to Hiri Mura, about 80 to 90% of his students are women, who, who he said can be unfairly targeted in Japan's male-dominant workplaces. Mm. Quote, a lot of companies still have the senpai, higher-ranking employees, power structure, which means that kohai, lower-ranking employees, can face the brunt of harassment and exploitation. A lot of our female students experience bullying in such environments, he said. On the other hand, Hirimura explained, quote, Men find it difficult to even seek out mental health support. Talking about your emotions can be seen as weak and unmanly, which leads to a lot of men feeling isolated. One of the six current employees at Kuma no Te Cafe, Megumi Ezawa, 32, said she used to struggle with her workplace relationships. As a female priest in a shrine where men often hold the most senior positions, she often felt isolated and struggled with bouts of anxiety. But after moving back to Osaka, she discovered Hurimura's school and said she learned how to better communicate with people. "Quote: I can draw health boundaries and put distance between myself and others when
3: needed," she told Vice World News. Um, I mean, I feel like the coffee shop's gonna gonna be. Uh, I feel like a lot of. I feel like a lot of people, even people that aren't facing mental health. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? Gonna, if a, gonna, if, cal- gonna, if, gonna, if like, a coffee like, shop like, opened like, up in like, Halifax and they
1: were like, that. and they were like, "Yeah, you go to this coffee shop and a bear s- serves you your drink and you don't see anyone," and I'd be like, <laughs> "I am going <laughs> sure, yeah. every day."
0: See, I th- it's the fuzzy bear paw that does it for me. Like that's what yeah. that's what totally gets me on side. Like, and some I, people just don't want to interact I, with anybody. I per- and I I love this article because it highlights for me the need for for businesses to be run like that to accommodate people who suffer from either these mental illnesses or even people who might not um, have a perceived mental illness but be an extreme intro- introvert and just yeah. be more comfortable operating in a society that isn't so. Um, face-to-face and especially like living downtown in a city where like you're just immersed in the hustle and bustle yeah. of the the day-to-day but like i personally like when i first heard this i was like oh man i kind of like going into coffee shops yeah. with people but then i thought immediately like oh well that's me though yeah and what, what if you had you know, you know what if you were on yeah. the autism and, spectrum? and there's there's plenty of yeah there's no shortage of coffee shops for me to go in and enjoy exactly. the hustle and bustle yeah. but there's not there's no opportunity, at least here, yeah. really, with the exception of the Isleville window. And uh, I think uh, what you a-
3: said about being in a densely populated area, like um, uh, what show was I watching? Oh, it was the morning show. And mm-hmm. one of the characters is like struggling with living in New York. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she starts her job at uh, at the that the network. And, you know, she's she's really struggling just from coming from wherever she was before to being in New York. And I and I was watching that and going like, man, yeah, like I love New York, but I mean, I love going to New York for a few days. Yeah, I can't imagine just the the overwhelming nature of being, of being like constantly in the in like a a human zoo. I
0: mean, like, dude, Mm -hmm. crazy populated cities are like human zoos, and it can really drive you nuts. And that that gives me energy. Like, I I think of that even moving down like into. Uh, downtown Halifax for me in the past few months. Like, yeah, that's I, like just same. being, I know it's, I know it's not the same as that, but like I've felt like an energy level up. Yeah. from am like walking yeah. out my door. But it's funny, like, like you, you get it, energy from that, but there's yeah, other yeah, people that yeah, would yeah, of be course,
1: completely of course. drained yeah. from that, you know? Yeah. One of the other cool things is uh, Hirimura hopes to one day expand the cafe into a bigger, more multi-purpose space equipped with mindfulness, meditation and other relaxation facilities. That's sweet. Yeah, yeah kind of reminds it? me of
0: a uh, uh, Koa. Join Koa. our 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 friend Dr. Emily Anhalt. Um, yes, like the, the mental health mm. gym. Yeah, like a place to go to exercise your mental health. Yeah, but everyone's wearing bear costumes and it's only for furries. That's yeah. more my scene. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: We just take it. It's like a. It's like Coa with a. S- Sexy twist, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm, hot. Coa, coa, coa.
1: Sorry, Emily. Uh, speaking of <laughs> s- speaking of animals, um, moving along to this next piece. This this is this is like, I mean, I don't know. I part of me feels like this is kind of sick boy adjacent because it's more so focused on animals. But this, I thought thought that this was fucking super fascinating. I think I I stumbled across this via Reddit. Um uh potty training cows i'm all i'm all for this okay
3: yeah. dude you have me at potty <laughs> why do you, why
0: why do you think we would want to potty train cows uh well because you know we're used to we're used to jamming them into these barns yeah. so that we can just like plump them up and butcher them but when they're jammed on top of each other in these barns then oftentimes they can like poop and pee all over one another which makes the butcher meat like less good. So if okay. we can potty train them, then we can probably fit more of them into the barns mm. on top of one another. Okay. I think it'd
1: probably be. You were onto something for a second, and then it got really dark. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go with a no. But you you kind of had it for a second. You were you were it's on close. the right track. Okay. Uh, a cow's ex- excretory habits can provide problematic can prove problematic for the planet. Oh. Um, on right, farms where cows are able to roam. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are also able to excrete excre- excrete their own. Okay, Jeremy, learn how to read. Uh, they're also able to excrete at their own leisure. So you know, mm-hmm. cow out in the field in the pasture, they're they're doing whatever they want. They can poop wherever they want. Mm-hmm. Um, while this may have a positive effect on the cow's welfare, and that because they have open space and freedom, it comes at a really smelly cost. Cow manure can gather in large quantities creating a cascade of contamination. Mm. Rainfall can then lead to excrete running off fields and entering local waterways where chemicals found in manure, such as phosphorus and nitrogen can trigger algae blooms, Mm -hmm. which is something that's been a big issue here in Nova Scotia, algae blooms specifically. Algae blooms are capable of producing toxins that are harmful uh, to drinking water. And here in Nova Scotia, uh, there was a, there was a human that got sick from algae blooms recently there was a, a couple of dogs that have died from algae blooms and mm. lakes here recently. And and that's not just here. That's, that's been popping up, uh, down to the U S
0: mm-hmm. this actually brings up another problem I'm dead serious about this, uh, that, that I don't know enough about, but, um, part of the problem is, is how close to one another these farms are being built now. Right. They're like mm-hmm. in, especially in, in the States and in, in the Western United States, yeah. they're like building farms right on top of each other. And you have like an agricultural farm next to yeah. uh, a poultry or mm. meat farm yeah. and the cow, specifically the, the cow manure and um, that's like leaching into the ground and, and causing these algae blooms that's yeah. polluting these crops that are adjacent. But like that's, I mean, commercialized farming yeah. in the 21st century is. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So you have that problem with, with cows a problem. that are, that are able to roam free. We want that for cows. Mm. But then you've got that problem of cows shitting and then that shit creating problems to the environment mm-hmm. and, and creating problems for us. The alternative solution to that is containing cows and their feces in shelters such as barns, where you were going with there. However, as one can imagine, this can be detrimental to their well being. Yeah. And as they are gassy creatures, confining cows into small areas may also lead to concentrated produce, production of ammonia, mm-hmm. so greenhouse gases. So that's mm-hmm. bad for the environment, right?
3: I mean methane like the uh um uh, beef farms uh, beef farming is uh, beef. is uh like a crazy producer of methane yeah. gas. Yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah, feel like is. there's
0: not enough of like collaborative innovative thinking going on though because like you could have like a helium balloon company that just like partners with the cows and then starts sucking the gas out and filling up party balloons or something like that. I can't that believe would, that they haven't thought of that yet. Yeah, right? Like something like that would just be Yeah, why are we fucking training cows to yeah, a see, they just need a good
1: ideas guy. Yeah, um, that's right. <laughs> so how do farmers strike a balance between ensuring their cows are happy, happy and healthy while also protecting the environment and human health? Well, researchers from the Research Institute for Farm Animal Biology, FBN, in Germany and the University of Auckland in New Zealand may have found a solution, which is potty training. <laughs> in a new study published by, uh, in the journal Current Biology, a group of scientists have demonstrated that like baby humans... Cows can indeed be trained to control their excretory habits in a process they have dubbed mulu.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Cattle,
1: cattle, like many other animals or farm animals, are quite clever and they can learn a lot. Why shouldn't they be able to learn how to use a toilet, said Dr. Jan Langbian, animal psychologist at the FBN. Said in a press release.
0: I, we got to get this person on the show. This is, this is this, fucking too good. I, I think you have to stop reading this article because I'm so sad. Like this makes me so sad that you can, because when you say, Why? as soon as you say potty train, that you can potty train. I, I think I'm, I think I'm vegan now. I think I Why? literally just. Why you potty train your dog? Yeah, but I also don't butcher him and fucking eat him later that <laughs> like you night. Would if he made
1: a real tasty burger? <laughs> <Would I? laughs> oh, God. Yeah, of course you would. <laughs> I, I, think, I, you I would. think I literally just
0: became I would. vegan on this podcast. <laughs> it's, it's it I, is
3: it is very it is a very challenging moral. The next
0: phenomenon. thing you're gonna say is like. And then when they pee, they smile at the humans and then say goodbye as they go off into their nice open field. Do you want to know about the Mulu process? Yes, I do. Well, kind of, but I guess now that I'm vegan, yeah. It's it's quite a, yeah. Well, the Mulu process. Now
2: that I'm vegan.
0: (laughs) The Mulu
1: process adopted a backward chaining, reward based approach that comprised three steps. In phase one, known as in latrine training, calves were contained in a latrine. And each time that they urinated in this region, they were rewarded with food. Kind of like how you train your dog. <laughs> they got a outside. treat and a little pet on yeah. the head
3: and told they were good boys. Both of your boys were bad boys today. They both pissed in here. They yeah. both made bad Again. boy messes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: They, they pissed in the wrong place, so they didn't get the treat. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> <ink>.
0: they other burgers. <laughs> <Quote> oh god. <laughs> yeah. They grilled them.
1: <laughs> quote increasing frequency of orientation to the reward as training progressed would demonstrate success in bringing uh micturation under control of the rewards. I don't know what that fucking sentence means, Um, but the next phase after getting them happy with pooing and peeing and in, in the right spot, the next phase of Mulu was actually toilet training, Mulu! which was used to evaluate how well the calves had established that, the latrine was the correct place to void. In this phase, the calves were able to access the latrine from outside through a gate before before (laughs) exiting uh, the latrine after voiding. Mm -hmm. Quote, urinations initiated in the latrine were rewarded as for in latrine training, but urinations initiated in the alley were followed by, uh, were followed immediately by, an unpleasant stimulus, which is which was bad. A, which was a punch <laughs> to the head. No, it <laughs> wasn't. No, no, it wasn't. Fuck, <laughs>
0: bad cow.
1: I
3: mean, I, I, at the, at at first, I was I thought you might be serious because I was like, well, I guess what do you think? A, what do you think it was? If a human punches a fucking I cow, I mean, was. dude, they're like eight hundred pounds. Like, it's what a cattle they, prod. They, you, you should know. never punch a cow.
1: No, it wasn't a cattle prod. No, that's even worse. That's 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 bad. Yeah, uh, it was. It was it? it was three splashes of water. I guess I guess cows don't like getting splashes of water. Oh, oh is
3: it like, like what you do with I cats can't. when you spray them Cow with the little a little bottle? Oh,
1: guys, I actually hadn't fully read this article until right now as a, as a put, So they use the three. splashes. I just, w- just want to say <laughs> this is way
3: too high a level of intelligence for me to ignore this any longer. Like I didn't. The, of cows? Yeah, I'm I'm done
1: of <laughs> are you eating cows?
3: I was a vegetarian fully for like dude <laughs> for a long time Wait, and i haven't I, been Brian, you actually Brian done? to whole whole and, I, and I haven't been for a few years
1: <laughs> How many times have we heard this Oh uh, yeah, a lot yeah. I can't wait until the next time we have a group like a team breakfast meeting, and Tay's like I'll get the uh, extra extra Hungry Man and put uh, lots lots extra bacon, three all by the three. sausages, and and just pound
3: wait, the eggs in. Wait, no, wait, no, I, I ba- wait, I was bacon that's pork, right? Okay, no, the little piggies, fuck them. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, do, do, do you know if do you know if they can be potty trained? <laughs> and, and do you know this, if they can be potty yeah, trained? Have these and pigs you, been splashed? <laughs> no, give them to me.
1: <laughs> no, they're just no. Like, stacked.
3: No, I was. Uh, this is gonna make you. More so. No no for real I was, uh, oh I, was I was I was I was fully vegetarian for about 6 years and I and I never and I I didn't eat meat at all, yeah. except for vengeance. except
1: for when we went to <laughs> except for when Mary's. we went to Mary's. But no, <laughs> n- no, no, I don't know why. And you would <laughs> sit there and go,
3: <laughs> no, dude. for the For the first, for the first, for the first um, ever that we went, for the first really long time that we went to Mary's, I oh got, I got a veggie omelet, <laughs> the with, waffle and eggs. I got a veggie omelet. Dude, with no one cares what your fucking order was. Okay. Honestly,
1: no nobody actually cares. I'm just, I'm
3: just I'm just telling you that I was, and then I haven't been for mm. for probably a few years now.
0: Mm-hmm. Where ignorance <laughs> oh, <God>, <laughs> is really bliss, isn't it? It is. It is. Yeah, it really is. And, but
3: when you but when you are confronted with these. Fucking you're you're like, dude, these motherfuckers are getting these little puppies trained <laughs> to go piss somewhere specific. <laughs> you're
1: like, god uh, damn. And so, we're eating them. So they went yeah. on to say, as a punishment, at first we used in air headphones and we played a very nasty sound whenever they urinated outside. Oh, oh my god, dude. They did that the at face. Guantanamo,
3: man. This is this is yeah. torture. Hold
1: on. But then langian said, We thought this would punish the animals, not too adversely, <laughs> but they didn't care. They're Ultimately jamming. a splash of water worked well <laughs> as a gentle deterrent. The final stage of mulu training involved an increase in the size of the area outside of the latrine by extending the alley that led to it. In a new study, 16 calves were trained for several weeks, from which 11 calves were successfully potty or mulu trained. Langbian and colleagues believe that the success of this process is due to establishing a rewards-based control over the void voiding reflex. Right
0: at the start of training. Oh, I have a request here. Whenever it says calves, baby calves, in the rest of this, let say baby calves. but you just does say calves? I mean, just, which are can babies? Can you just say young cattle or something like that so that I can feel okay eating? Could them you later? actually? Could you actually? Could you actually say veal? When the tasty veal avoided? Uh, could you say yeah.
2: adolescent bovine?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's better. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Oh my god! Otherwise, I, I'm never eating I feel cow like again. Uh, they
1: also believe that oh, the luck. that the rate of successful training could be increased and may be dependent on the nature of the cow. Quote: After 10, 15, or 20 years of researching with cattle, we know that animals have a personality and they handle different things in different ways. They are not all the same. Langbian said.
0: La 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 la. la. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, Brian, Brian just put uh, earplugs in. I'm fucking vegan now, guys. But
1: but here, okay, so yes. The idea of training cows to pee and poo in certain places does, I I get, I get where you're saying that it kind of makes you, it kind of makes you uh, realize that they aren't that different from donut. Who's walking around here and we think is the cutest thing. We want to snuggle him. And it's like, when you watch those videos of like, like calves or, or sorry, uh, adolescent bovine, (laughs) bovines at like rehabilitation centers. And there's like videos of their, of the people working there and they're like snuggling up to them. It like, it does. It is one of those things that makes you just go dude. Oh fuck. But, but, but wouldn't you say that this Mulu, um, technique is probably a beneficial thing. Let's just say like there was a mandate that came out. And I know, I know people fucking hate mandates, but especially (laughs) farmers from Alberta, Alberta. but you know who hates (laughs) mandates?
3: (laughs) People who <laughs> do their own research.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah those so people are smart.
1: Imagine there was a mandate that p- was put out that all farms had to, t- had to train their cows to use this Mulu process. It would be better for the environment. It would be better for, I think, yeah, yeah. also the environment, not the environment, but also for the cows.
3: And cow eating's not going away in a, in a, in a, a, amongst the mass
1: population no, anytime no. soon. It yeah. is if people listen to this episode. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, hey, man, I, I'm, I'm, or, I'm still going to order my five guys tomorrow.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, like one third of the cows were too stupid to be potty trained. It said only like right. it said only something like eleven out of the sixteen. Actually, so. no.
0: I'll yeah. only
3: I'll only eat from that population. Uh, yeah. you even, like yeah. you, was it was a that dumb cow. <laughs> okay, thank you. It makes me happened. feel okay with it. Like <laughs> yeah. I,
0: you, like just hearing you say that, I'm like, oh, well, I'll just tell myself that cows that I'm eating are from that one third.
2: They're stupid and the stupid. They're cows. mooped. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I feel,
0: uh, you
3: know. Moo, <laughs> I feel I feel bad about my life now.
1: <clears throat> do you guys want to move into what the hell? Let's do it. Let's do it. Rip Always.
3: the band. Rip the band aid off this off this festering We're sore this of a possibly conversation. Go next. <laughs> well,
1: I thought we covered this, but I I couldn't find anything in the uh, in the the doc here. Um, a man has died
0: after eating too much licorice. <laughs>
3: Oh yeah, Jar asked me if we had covered
0: this earlier. Yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't like where this is going because I like. Was licorice. it black licorice? Because if it was, he deserved it. I, I like think. black licorice. The 54-year-old construction
1: worker from Boston in the U.S. was hospitalized after suffering cardiac arrest while eating fast food. Dr. Jacqueline Henson wrote in the New England Journal of Medicine. Dr. Henson added, "The man." quote, gasped suddenly with full body shaking and a loss of consciousness. He aspirated. And he was <gasps> rushed to hospital. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> and oh he God. didn't fucking use a pillow. He, he did <laughs> panicked. Dude, you gotta fucking get those. Gotta get those. He panicked. You gotta
3: <laughs> get, <laughs> get those hips up, dog. Holy fuck. I feel bad making fun of a dead man, but at the same time. Oh,
1: shit. I forgot he was dead. Now I feel yeah, he's worse, dead. Too. But you know what? We don't know. This is FGF Feel Guilty Friday. (laughs)
3: Jared just went to a dark place. You know what? He probably didn't get vaccinated and deserved it. Oh, my God. Wow. Uh,
1: (laughs) Doctors at Massachusetts General Hospital conducted an ultrasound, and Dr. Henson wrote he had, quote, dysfunction in the left ventricle of his heart. Quote, there's no history of chest pain, uh, uh, dyspnea, or symptoms of heart failure or dysrhythmia, she wrote. Quote, he had a poor diet consisting primarily of several packages of candy daily. Wow. Three weeks earlier, he had switched the type of candy he was eating. He had no sick contacts, fevers, or chills, nausea, vomiting, or diarrhea. He didn't have a history of using opiates. er, He did have a history of using opiates, but it stopped three years before being hospitalized. And he had no family history of cardiac or respiratory problems. Doctors questioned whether his condition could be due to his licorice consumption. They noted succus. They noted succus Succus
3: macacus,
1: (laughs) (laughs) which is a type of monkey. (laughs) They noted noted succus succus or (laughs) licorice juice could cause edema, headaches, and uh, dyspnea on exertion. Doctor Elizer Eldman wrote in his diagnosis: the construction worker had suffered metabolic renal vascular and cardiac toxic effects from apparent mineral mineralocortoid excess due to licorice consumption. So this guy eats so much licorice that his kidneys failed. Jeez, so he was bad. like, he was like, all right, I'm eating too many gummies. I'll fucking switch over to licorice. That's got to be better.
3: And
0: it Basically I actually heard that, too. Them. So if this was Mythbusters, it would be Mythbusters. This, this, myth is, this myth is legit.
3: Wait, this was on Mythbusters? Yeah, it was the <laughs> season finale.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. It was actually this guy, and they weren't able to show the end of the episode. This guy was the host of Mythbusters. See, I can tell, tell you're being dies. sarcastic,
3: but don't act like Mythbusters doesn't bust <laughs> crazy myths. They do bust <laughs> crazy myths. And um,
1: you're hearing here first, folks. We just busted it. Licorice does kill. Possible. The myth has always been that it don't, it <laughs> do.
0: You know what I thought, though? Um, I thought licorice was healthier, too. And I had actually heard that it's good for um, uh, pooping. Like, I heard licorice is a good natural laxative. Like, didn't actually, didn't know. Actually. Did, did know. Yeah, yeah, but the yeah.
3: licorice that you're bought, like, Twizzlers aren't the thing, though. You know? Sugar-free
2: it's gummy like bears are <laughs> natural. Like, have you ever read the reviews for Haribo sugar-free gummy bears?
3: Does it make you shit?
2: It's a treat. They're really funny.
3: I'm, I'm googling a treat for your butthole.
2: No,
3: no, you mean the reviews are? A it's treat.
2: not a treat. The reviews are a treat to read. Oh, but the experience is not a treat for anyone else. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay. Oh, really?
3: Yeah, it it's makes, really, you, yeah. Do, makes you makes uh, you do do. It licorice
0: licorice root. Licorice root has an anti-inflammatory effect, and it may may aid digestion. Yeah, yeah. So
1: this guy may maybe thought maybe heard, read that and went, "Hey, yeah, I guess <laughs> I do like candy, and licorice is candy, and I'm eating." 23 bags of candy a day. I mean,
3: I think you're just getting, when you're eating licorice, licorice in quotes, you're eating candy with a licorice root flavor. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. this
0: this says after a For meal sure. has settled, drinking a cup of licorice root tea, which I think is something very different than Twistlers or yeah. nibs. Yeah. Uh, in terms of like. Licorice th- root flavor with 85 grams of sugar. Yeah. Uh,
3: so,
1: so Dr. Neil Butala wrote that within hours of hospitaliz- hospitalization, the patient suffered low urine output <coughs> before his kidneys failed to produce anymore. Quote, the, the goals of care were discussed with his family who declined renal replacement therapy and the patient was sub- subsequently transitioned to comfort measures only. He died wow, comfortably brutal. with his family at his bedside 32 hours uh, after presentation. Quote, on the basis of additional history obtained from his family, the patient was eating one or two large packages of soft candy daily.
0: Three weeks before
1: presentation, he had switched from eating fruit flavored soft candies to eating licorice flavored soft candy Mm. that contained glyricic acid, which is converted into glycerinic acid after it's consumed. And that was the thing that uh, that ultimately ended this man's life. Um, uh, this article, uh, uh, Lauren just forwarded me the article of the sugarless <laughs> Haribo gummy bear reviews on Amazon are the most insane thing you'll read today. Why on earth would anyone buy these sugar free bears after reviewers wanted not to eat more than 15 at a time? Quote, unless you were trying to power wash your intestines. Oh my <laughs> God. <Dan>. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> 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 one review titled just don't unless it's a gift for someone you hate they said what came out of me felt like someone tried to funnel Nigeria, niagara falls through a coffee straw i swear my sphincter was screaming it felt like it felt like my De- my delicate starfish was a gaping maw <laughs> projectile, vomiting a torrential flood of toxic waste. That's really fun. 100% uh, liquid, flammable uh, liquid, uh, napalm. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, another, another title, another review titled "Be sure to buy OxyClean too." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> They're quoted saying, "Be sure to buy a tub of OxyClean with this to get the blood and diarrhea stains <laughs> out of here."
0: I can't, guys. I can't. I can't. Oh, language. my God, that's funny.
1: <laughs> and then another, another review titled, Yup, Believe the Hype. <laughs> guys, guys, quote, yeah. I saw the product reviews and told some coworkers. So we bought a bag because who doesn't want to spend the workday on the toilet and paid, right? Bought them in the morning and a bunch of the guys immediately down a handful each. Within a half hour, they were in the bathroom. Best moment of the day was when one of them who had been in the bathroom for half an hour by that point texted one of the others, quote, if you think it's a fart, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Don't trust the fart. Uh, Holy guys, dude, there's so many of them. Oh my God,
3: that's so funny. Uh, we should order a bag. Lauren, guys, thank you for sending that to we me. It so bag. fucking good. Guys, licorice, licorice, large ba- bag of licorice is one pound. Okay. So there's 453 oh. grams in the bag per four pieces, which is 45 grams, which means there's 10 servings, 40 pieces. Okay, so we can times this by 10. So one bag is 35 grams of sugar. Ooh. Times that by 10. That's 350. Also, Wait, by the 350 way. 350
0: grams of sugar in the bag.
3: 350 grams of sugar in the bag. 35 per serving. Per four pieces, right. And 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 four and that four pieces, 35 grams of sugar, is 12% of your recommended sugar. Intake. That, but like, wow. I
0: mean, that's a lot. But when you pair it against man, I was I looked so at, at a, two of those. A,
3: 650 grams. Of
0: sugar, yeah, two of those. A day. Day. Dude, that's, but that's the, thing. the, the that's sugar a pound. didn't kill him. That's but a pound. I that, know, that's I, the thing. The I, I sugar know. didn't kill him. I know. It, was, it was like, <laughs> like, a, it was like, like a metabolic like reaction. Yeah,
1: I, yeah, I know.
3: But, like, the... but I'm just from a sugar standpoint. It's a lot. It's a lot. Dude, that is a pound. Yeah. That is a pound and a bit of yeah. sugar.
0: But look at a look at a can of pop too, or a Red Bull. Yeah, dude, that it, doesn't
3: come near. Wow it doesn't same. come near. Dude, I mean, you're probably you're probably getting that thirty per five per serving.
0: Per serving, no so per like, can per, in a
3: can yeah. of pop. You're probably getting about the same as four pieces. About fifty, yeah. probably, yeah, something like that. It's grams. like four. It's and like you 40, know, there's 40, people 50, out there 50, yeah.
1: drinking more than some people. Some people,
3: some people carry around a two liter bottle of dude. If you're one like of those people, it, please like bubbly. switch to bottle. Switch to bubble. Switch to
1: just burgers from dumb cows. Oh my god, don't do
3: that, and just put a bunch of sugar on it. Um, fuck, guys, oh, that man. made me
1: laugh so hard. Not the guy that died, but the fucking Haribo yeah. gummy bears. We should get them, and we should do a. Should we should yeah. do a lot. Li- we should do it at a live show. Live no, for the it. bathroom. We should floors. make two videos. We should make
3: two videos. <laughs> one video. Here's some YouTube content. Here's some YouTube content. One, one video challenge. is one chip challenge. Yeah. we're gonna do the one chip challenge and freak out. Uh, which we wanted to do that we were on a Patreon call mm-hmm. uh, a couple weeks ago, hanging out with our with our little sweet potatoes, and uh, I had just seen a video about the one chip challenge. Yeah. And we went to go buy them. Dude. They ain't cheap. They're not cheap. It was it's two. One chip. It was 200 bucks for three. Three chips. Plus shipping. Yeah. 200 bucks yeah. for three chips. Yeah. It's a fucking Three lot. individual chips. We'll do for, it though. For volunteer, for, for voluntary suffering. Yeah.
1: Hey, and if if this like video gets, gets a real suffering. If this yeah. video
3: yeah. on YouTube gets a thousand views. Is that my, my phone? We'll do the I one think chip think
2: challenge.
1: So. <laughs> it's angry. Do you want to get that, Tay? <laughs> All right. Uh, all right. Well, this was, uh, this was really fun, guys. I had a lot of fun with this one. Uh, and folks, I think that you had a lot of fun with this one, too. And so thank you for tuning in. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, every week we say it and we really mean it. Leave a rating and a review. Uh, don't leave... Actually, leave a rating and a review. And in your review, just pretend that you're reviewing those gummy bears. Uh, <laughs> pretend you found yourself at the wrong place. And you're leaving a review for uh, how dis- disastrously those gummy bears destroyed your asshole. Yeah. Like give, and, and, d- and just just to totally fuck, fucking confuse anyone who shows yeah. up at Apple Podcast. But
3: anytime that you would say, um, "Harry, bow," or candy, or anything, or gummy, use sick boy. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Mm.
1: Or adult bo- bovine. Yeah. Uh, and folks listening on Spotify, uh, just hit the follow button and, uh, everyone else. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're watching on, uh, on, on YouTube, thank you. Leave a comment below. Make sure that you uh, hit the bell icon. So you know that, uh, you get a notification every time that we put a video up and of course uh, subscribe to the channel. We'd love to have you here as a part of our community. Um, and, uh, we just love
3: hanging out with you guys every fucking week. And if you are too timid, to tell us your um, your horrific Harrybo story uh, in the very public review section of iTunes um, or Apple Podcasts, then uh, iTunes, what is it, two thousand and fifteen? Then uh, you can send your you can send that experience of how you've of how you've um, you know destroyed your friend's toilet um, or your work toilet with Harrybo, uh, and you can do that by sending it to letters at sickboypodcast dot com, and we will probably read that experience on the very very public podcast platform that we have (laughs) if you want to be a guest on the show you can go to sickboypodcast.com slash contact and fill out the guest form and maybe we'll have you on the show
0: as always a huge well before we do i think we have a speaking of sending us
1: uh sending us letters i think we have a little a little letter low if you want to hit it we do
2: and i i think we we missed this one last week but incredible use of emojis in this letter it says dear friends then there's three squirrels and a mermaid, which I am assuming represent the four of us, <laughs> which tickles me.
3: It's actually a very it's a very, it's actually a very complex code, but yeah. so this is from Cal. A Q drop. <laughs> it's a Where we go star. one, we go all.
2: <laughs> he says, "I work as a porter at a hospital in Toronto, Ontario. Skyline emoji. In our workplace, they ask that you get all your vaccinations updated during the hiring process. Needle emoji for sure." <gasps> Emoji. This includes measles, mumps, rubella, varicella. Ver- Is that a type of noodle? Hep A and B, to name a few. And yes, above all, flu germ emoji. Unfortunately, it's not a deal breaker. And failure to update any or all vaccines doesn't mean they won't hire you. Thumbs down emoji. Therefore, putting vulnerable patients and the staff at risk. Nerdy wearing glasses emoji. <laughs> Thank love you this. for your amazing podcast. Like, cute, blushy smile emoji. Oh, thanks. Hi, That's Lauren. LOL. Wave emoji. Oh. <laughs> well, well, thank, thank you, you for sending that. That uh,
1: really does mean a lot. And uh, again, like Tay said, letters at Sick Boy Podcast are sliding into the DMs if you want to shout out and, uh, and have something read on the podcast.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and thanks, as always, to the fine folks who make this show happen. Uh, Lauren, we love you. We just appreciate you. Mm-hmm. We we just think the world of you, Taylor, Jer. You guys are say uh, it. Yeah, yeah. Fucking say it.
1: what do you fucking got to say? Yeah. say? Say it. You fucking like, squirrel.
0: You're uh, like like you're both eights out of ten. I'll take it. Yeah. Say it. I'll say Steam it. Steam
3: out of yours emoji. I'll <laughs> it. Eight, eight and a half,
0: <laughs> seven and a half. Uh, and uh, and you know who's a ten out of ten? Jeff Lonis. Yeah. Uh, oh uh, hell yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, he's a manager. Uh, mm. of this little monkey you know, hiding eyes emoji. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> monkey covering. Who's the fire no. emoji? Uh the fire emoji is Rich Ocoin. <laughs> yeah. That uh mm-hmm. those fire tracks. I can't wait to see Rich's show in October. Yeah. Who's the uh who's the who's the swirly poop emoji? Oh uh Donvin. Yeah, but he has nothing to do with this episode. Exactly. That's yeah. why. Yeah, that's why <laughs> he's the <a laughs> stinky poop emoji. Usually he's not he's, even here. Usually he's a shooting star. Yeah, that's right. On Fridays, he's a swirly poop. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> And uh yeah that's uh thanks everybody else. That is it for this week. <laughs> I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. <laughs> I'm Lauren. And I'm Jeremy and this is Stephen.